0: Nerd talk. Dork talk. Real talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. I don't know the meaning of life, but while we're here, let's nerd out. What up? It's that time again. It's time for a brand new episode of the coolest podcast ever, the Kenny Ho Show. How you doing? Thank you for tuning in. You know I appreciate it. How's your week going? Have you done anything fun or exciting? Have you ever been asked this very question before? I have, and it's usually in awkward situations, like when there's an awkward silence during a conversation. Usually, it's girls. Girls tend to, I guess this is their rule of thumb, when in doubt, ask if they've done anything exciting or fun. And I never know how to answer the question. Sure, a simple yes or no might suffice, but I am a notorious overthinker. You know, I don't want to come off as rude, so I'll just give them the classic, "Uh, not really, you know, I've been caught up with work, just really busy, no time for fun. But secretly, on the inside, I'm thinking, lady, I'm too depressed about the very real possibility of dying alone and I'm constantly dragged down by my failures and regrets in life to be having any fun. And secondly, the world scares me. I'm okay with no excitement in lieu of being away from the world and not running the chance of someone being nasty to me. Yes, before you say it, I know I'm soft, but hey, I'm over it. Was a perfect example yesterday. I found out someone had disliked one of my videos giving it the old thumbs down. And honestly, they may as well have punched me in the gut because that's what it felt like. It was horrible. But thankfully, the unpleasantness only lasted about a moment. You see, it turns out my general pouty disposition has numbed me for most external forces. You know, it's well documented that the number of cons to depression run about seven million. But I believe I have found one to add to the pro section. I hope you're having a really great week. It's Thursday today. As I record, I'm assuming I'm going to post Thursday afternoon, evening. Let's say evening, night even, just before Friday, probably. Time's flying. This, this week's just gone by like that. But before we hit the weekend, I hope you've had a great week. It's about to get cold. Time's flying. Winters are coming. So enjoy what little good weather we have left. As you know, when winter comes, it usually brings the winter blues with it. It's very easy to get down in those winter months and I'm already prepping myself. I'm already working on doing healthy things to keep my spirits up. And if you're thinking drinking spirits to keep your spirits up, probably not a good idea. You may just end up an angry drunk. You know, your spirits might be lifted for a couple hours, but the next day, it'll be even worse than it was before you started drinking. Take it from me. I know a thing or two about drinking a little too much. No, instead, I usually just try to laugh. You know, I watch funny things, read funny memes. Oh boy, do I love reading funny memes. And believe it or not, you know, when I'm thinking up jokes, I'm writing jokes in my head, sometimes I blurt out laughing. It turns out, I'm my own biggest fan. And I know what you're thinking, you're thinking, Kenny, don't you, you come off as a type of guy who um kind of hates himself. Own biggest fan, I don't know about that. Yes, it's true. There are times I hate myself, at least parts of myself. But it turns out that ain't nobody laugh at old Kenny's jokes like old Kenny does. I have legit laughed out loud on the subway while thinking about stuff that I've either said or will say and being like <laughs> oh man, you're a genius. And then people scatter like I'm some kind of madman. but hey, I'm not offended because I'm like, Oh man, five seats just opened up. I'm taking a seat. What up? Now, as I just said, I, I usually think about what I'm going to say ahead of time. So I was thinking about it. I was thinking about what I want to get into this week. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized, huh, I would be awfully judgy here. And as you well know, ever since I met Tiffany Alvord, I've been inspired to be a better man. You know, be less judgmental, more forgiving. And. To some extent, I have been. I'm trying not to judge, but it hit me while I was thinking about it. In order to do this show, I have to be judgmental. There is no show if I don't judge people. If I go into this with the mindset that what everybody does is cool, what they do is none of my business... There is no show. I mean, I can live my life like that. In fact, I'm trying to live my life like that. But for here, for the purposes of the coolest podcast ever, I have to pick them apart. Like, think about it. Let me demonstrate. Here's the Kenny Ho show without me judging people. Let's say Miley Cyrus. She's gotten more heat from me than anybody combined on this show. So let's just say, huh. I read, Miley Cyrus allows fans to feel her up. She lets them touch the girls, she lets them touch her behind, and she even lets them give her the old Donald Trump special, touching her forbidden zone. Hmm, well, Miley's a young woman, she's uh, experimenting, she's uh, exploring her own sexuality and her body, Uh, more power to her. It's all good, Miley. You go, girl. You'd be like, what the hell's going on here? This guy bump his head, was he doing news now? Is he is he doing a feminist news podcast? And the only outrage I'm allowed to have is when I read news articles with the headline Miley sets women back 30 years. Whoa, wait. Did they just assume her gender? Oh, I can't believe this. Yeah, Miley may have set women back 30 years, but I would have set my listenership back to zero. I don't have the time or energy to really think about what other people are doing and judging them and stuff. But honestly, though, I'm not going to beat myself up because people suck. People who don't even know me give me a hard time and judge me right off the bat. Sometimes you got to judge them back just so you can be like, Hey, jabroni, you ain't exactly a treasure either, bud. You ain't better than me. At least when I judge... I do it on a podcast and I make people laugh. Maybe not everyone that's listening, but I'm sure there are some laughs to be had here and there. Whereas a lot of people who judge in the world, they just do it because they're angry, unhappy jabronies. Oh yeah, let me tell, uh I was gonna tell a story. I think that's originally where the fun and exciting bit was coming from and it kind of didn't go anywhere but basically why i brought it up is hey you know what for the first time in a long time i did do something i was gonna say fun not fun but i did do something that was exciting nerve-wrackingly exciting but years after my 16th birthday i finally went and did it i finally signed up for driving lessons i mean if you're listening from the united states of america you might be very surprised like That's a national tradition. The second you turn 16, you go get yourself a driver's license. But here's the thing. I've never needed it. I live in the big city. I live in the biggest city in all of Canada. I live in Toronto. dot. Though our public transportation system isn't exactly world class, it's not bad. And especially where I live. I live in the heart of the city I walk a couple minutes, there's a bus stop. I walk walk a few more minutes, there's a streetcar. In fact, there are multiple streetcar and bus routes within a 10, 15 minute walk from where I live. And I can walk just about anywhere. I can go to any store that I need to go to to get whatever I need by foot. So I've never needed to drive a car, but unfortunately the industry I'm trying to break into radio is very much so a small town, local driven industry. So there's lots of big Toronto radio stations here. They're not interested in hiring the podcaster with the lowest rated podcast ever. So if I want to work in this industry, I got to learn how to drive. I got to get a car. So all I'm saying is look out. And it makes sense. I thought about it because I'm like, oh, and you know what? If it's anything like the city, I can just move there, get a place, and then just walk everywhere. I can't, if there's small towns, small would be the operative word. I should be able to walk from one end of the town to the next. Might be a bit of a walk, but I should be able to do it. But then I thought about it some more and my fears are kind of validated because with uh, old Ruggy getting elected president, I'm not saying racism is on a rise because as I've always held, racism is alive and well and has always been. But I've always said there's just closeted racists. Now they're all coming out of the closet. Yeah, my fear was, hey, if I'm going to this small town and I'm walking around, I would not rule out a bunch of honkies whooping my ass. I'm like, at least if I'm in a car, they're going to have to go fast and the furious on me. If I'm out in the open, that's just making it easy for them. So now more than ever, I'm definitely getting a car if I'm moving to a small town. But anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to tell you, I wanted to share my experience driving for the first time with you, the wonderful listener of the coolest podcast ever. And as I said, it was nerve-wracking from moment one to moment. Okay, you're done. I'll talk to you next time. Like, so my instructor comes to pick me up and I walk over to the car and I see him in the passenger seat. And I'm like, what's this guy doing? Why is he in the passenger seat? So I walk up to the window. I'm like, hey, I'm here. And he points over to the driver's seat. I'm like, uh, and I'm on the inside going, nobody, What are you, what are you doing, bro? No, no. You're supposed to drive me to like an empty parking lot or something where I can't hurt anybody. So I'm like, uh, hey man, I'm here. I tried it again. And he's like, points again, driver's seat. I'm like, oh my goodness, what the hell have I got myself into? So I go over, get in. And the first thing I tell him, I'm like, bro, I've never done this before in my life. You know how some kids will have their parents take them out for uh, some training sessions beforehand? I did not have that. And there's another dude in the car. It turns out, I guess he like scheduled us back to back to back and he didn't have time to drop him off home. So he brought him along. So he turns to the dude in the back and he's just like something along the lines of, oh boy, we're really in for it this time. I was thinking, not helping my nerves, bro. I'm like, whatever. Let's let's just do what I got to do. So, you know, he instructs me how to adjust my seat, adjust my mirrors, you know, how to put the car in the gear. And then he's just like, all right, so... Now signal and uh, off you go. I'm like, what do you mean off we go? What are we doing? Like, like, where are we driving? I totally figured he was going to be like, yeah, just try it, you know, press the gas, move forward a bit, you know, and then hit brakes. We'll park and then I'll take you to the parking lot. Just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to show you how that felt. But nope. I signaled, turned and he's like, all right, you're going to go straight here and you're going to make a left here. I, bro, I have never made a left in my life what are we doing right now so i'm like all right signal left made a turn went forward and i stopped at a stop sign i'm like okay i guess this is kind of intuitive i've i've walked enough times to know and been in enough cars i i suppose to know that okay here's a stop sign this is what you do but i hit that brake so hard that i stopped at least 15 feet before i hit the stop sign and he reminds me not to do that so we keep going we keep going i'm like oh my goodness We're gonna make a left into traffic here. I know experienced drivers who will never make a left into traffic because it's scary and it's dangerous. And not five minutes into my first lesson, I was making a left into traffic. Honestly, I don't know how I'm gonna keep this up. Like I'm pretty reckless. I don't know if I even looked to my left and right. I just went for it. So I luckily didn't die. So I make the turn successfully. By the by the grace of God, I made that turn. But at that point all bets were off. I had no idea what we were gonna do at that point. I figured we we're gonna parking lot. We we're clearly not going to the parking lot. So we kept driving and driving. And every time I switched lanes, honestly, I I looked into my mirror a couple of times. But I'm pretty sure the only reason there was not a car crash was because whenever I made a lane change, I was lucky. There was no one behind me. But then a half hour drive later, we dropped this kid off at home. It turns out my training for the day was dropping a kid off at home. And then, gonna pick up the next one. That's right, this guy's got a great business model. He doesn't have to lift a finger to pick up any of his clients. The clients do it for him. So sure, I'm alive and I'm here talking to you, so clearly, you know, and it's not from a hospital or from beyond. I didn't find a way to Jedi ghost and come back and do this podcast. But clearly, it went okay, I'm here, but still... Don't get me wrong, an instructor. Very nice guy. I'm glad I have him for an instructor. But I would really like to ask him, Bro, I've never driven before. How did you know that we weren't going to die? How did you know I was going to be somewhat capable in dropping people off and picking them up? What part of me screams capable of anything to you? Look at me. My hair is so long. How can you rule out that I'm so incapable of anything in life, I don't even know when to get my hair cut. Bro, cars are dangerous. They kill people. This is almost as if Tony Stark were like, Here, next Iron Man, just put on the suit. You'll figure it out. No, bro, there's missiles on that. But I'm telling you, like, I haven't been that nervous in a long time. And I've done a lot of performances that were out of my league in front of thousands of people before. And this is right up there with it. Man, so there's a good chance my future in radio will be hampered by my lack of interest in driving. Because I hate to admit it, but I believe I've become a stereotype. Yes, I am a threat on the road. Now, I was at work the other day, and I had some downtime. So I was talking to one of my colleagues. Uh... He's a kid. He's, I thought he was still in school, so I wondered, hey, so what do you, what do you do when you're not here, bud? Do you go to school? And he's like, no, I'm not going to school. I'm just, uh, just working now and, uh, waiting for tuition to be free next year. As in case you didn't know, here in Ontario, we're about to have free tuition for low income families for post secondary. Great, right? Yeah, for him. And all the students who aren't gonna have to pay for post secondary. But you know who it's not so great for? the people who are paying for it. Who's gonna be paying for these students' education? Well, in yesteryear, it'd be the students, but now it'll be everybody else, all the non-students. And last I checked, I'm a non-student. So guess what? I'm gonna be paying for this bullcrap. Now I haven't really looked into it to see what the exact plan is to pay for this, but unless there's a fifty billion dollars surplus somewhere that I haven't heard about, which I know doesn't exist because because Ontario's like a hundred billion dollars in debt, so there's definitely not extra cash hanging around. If there is, somebody's already embezzled it. So the way I figure they're gonna pay for this is either through a tax hike, a new tax, or some kind of new fee. So it sounds like in the near future, I'm going to have to switch from Spongebob Alphagetti to generic brand pasta shapes. It's fucking crazy. This is the generation that is notorious for being privileged and having things handed to them. And instead of, you know, trying to turn the tide on that a little bit more, they just turn around and make it even easier for them. So I'm a little cheesed right now. This was supposed to go up last night, Thursday. Um, I had to stop recording because this goddamn uh, construction was just too much. And I figure, all right, let's just do it bright and early the next morning. You're probably going to still hear some construction because these cats get up early. Blast you and your work ethic, you freaking grease monkeys. You're ruining my show. And everybody knows the world revolves around me. So uh it's now or never. If I don't do it now, there is no new episode this week. And uh, I'd rather have an episode with a little bit of humming in the background than no new episode at all. Now, I don't remember where I left off. I think I was talking about, yes, talking about uh kids just being handed everything these days. It's just crazy, isn't it? Like... You know, since the beginning of time, well, not, probably not. I don't think the cavemen had to, uh, had to go to post-secondary. But since the beginning of post-secondary, most people have had to roll up their socks, get a part-time job, and put themselves through school. Hell, I did it, and I'm pretty useless. Like, it was hell. Theater school, six days a week. We're talking 10, 12 hours a day easily. But on that seventh day, guess what? I showed up to work. If I can be responsible, especially under those circumstances, anyone else can. Why can't these kids? Especially because most programs, like you honestly go to class for 15 hours a week. What are you doing with all that other time? Having a job is actually good for you. So you're not like, because that's an age where you're probably, you know, quote unquote experimenting. So when you're at work, you know, I'm not saying it's impossible to do drugs and get hammered and stuff, but it's harder. You know, if there's a will, there's a way. But if you're anything like me, it's like, that's too much effort. I guess I'll just work sober. But hey, but hey, let's say you're working a restaurant and you still manage to do a line of coke off a stripper's ass. More power to you. Just make sure you film it, stick it on YouTube, and you're going to be a millionaire. You can quit that job and school the next day. Now, if I were to say this to a lot of people, I'm sure there'd be tons of people who argue with me. And be like, way, hey, Kenny, there's, there's some people who can't afford it. What about those people? Name one person who can't afford it. And before you name off people who can't straight up pay for it, I would argue with, you understand, though you can't pay for it today, the Ontario government like literally lends you enough money to go. And if you're poor, they're going to give you grants. So sure... So the kid might not have eight grand in his or her bank account, but if they want to go to school, the government will give you that eight grand or lend you that eight grand so you can do it. And then when you get a job, you can pay it off afterwards. So in Ontario, in Canada, the greatest country on the planet, easy there, Brent Murica, everyone can go to school already. And that's great. What's not great is me having to foot the bill for these little bastards to go to school. My driver's license is going to cost more. There's going to be some new fees. I swear there better not be a podcasting tax because of this. Because at that point, that means war. Because this thing will never benefit me. And the argument will be, well, I mean, you pay today for these students. And in the future, when you have kids, these students will pay for your kids. Well, here's the problem with that argument. Have you not been paying attention? What, kids? I'm down alone. There'll be no wife or child. I'm getting the old shaft on this one, bud. And you know what? I understand. I'm being a little petty. I'm being a little cranky about things. But hey, I'm a little blue right now. Part of what this show is. Because it sure as hell ain't paying the bills. It sure as hell ain't entertaining the masses. Part of it is like therapy for me. So my bad. But it is what it is. Yes, but back on point. Sure, I'm being petty. None of that stuff is really a big deal. But I am glossing over... The true cost of this free school thing. This one really hurts and it's going to hurt all of us. And that is when school is for free, the quality of strippers is going to take a dip. Oh, you know, that's true. Oh, you hear it all the time. In fact, I know it's true because one of my buddies was telling me about it. The girl was like, oh, you have such a great job. Do you think you'd help me out with my schoolwork? And buddy was like, nah. Just dance up on me, girl, and then this transaction is done. I'm not getting you on Facebook. We're not keeping in touch. So yes, some girls strip to put themselves through school, and when it's for free, they no longer have to degrade themselves, and in doing so, depriving me of some fine, fit, young babe to dance up on me. That is the true tragedy here. Whereas now you get some, you know, dancers in their early 20s. After this thing kicks in, all you're left with are the crusty 30-something, 40-somethings that you're like, you know what? I feel really bad for these people. I came here to have a good time. I guess I'm gonna have to figure out a different way to escape my reality of dying alone. Oh, hi, cocaine. All right, I'll take you up. So the wind government basically unknowingly has created a generation of drug users a bunch of coke heads. They think they're doing good with this move, but they didn't think this thing through. They needed to get in touch with me. They needed to hear some real talk. (sighs) Short-sighted government. Well, enough about that. Have you ever seen the Amazon Prime commercial? Like where you know that child is playing with uh, like a lion plushie and you know she loves playing with that lion. And then when the big adorable dog walks in, she starts crying. Have you seen that one? Or is that just a strictly Canadian commercial? Because it does say uh, same day delivery now available in Toronto and Vancouver. So maybe you can find it on uh, YouTube if you look it up. But basically, what happens in this commercial is, as I said, Kate cries every time uh, she sees the dog, and her Asian parents winning one for the good guys. You know, the girl's dad sees this and he's like, oh man, that's, that's Fido, that's my best friend. Well, my daughter has to love this dog, so what does he do? He goes on Amazon, Amazon Prime, and orders him a lion's mane. So it delivers the same day, puts it on his dog, and now the little girl is no longer afraid of the dog. It proves she's dumb, that's clearly still a dog and not a lion, but whatever, I'm gonna let that go. That's not important in this story. It's a great commercial. Whoever came up with it, friggin' genius, bud. But watching this commercial made me realize something. Whereas this Asian father was, uh, he was clever. He went about solving the problem in a healthy, intelligent way. And everybody won at the end of the day. Whereas if I had been put in this situation and I saw this happen, I saw my daughter reject my best friend, my doggy. I'd sit there for a second and be like, hmm guess I'm going to be a dirtbag dad because I'm walking out on that kid. I'm walking out on the wife because you know what was going to happen. If that little girl kept crying every time she saw my dog, the wife would be like, all right, Kenny, it's time to get rid of the dog. You know, he kept you company when you had nobody. Great, but now you have me and the little girl. It's time you got rid of the dog. Send him to the pound, go put him down. Whatever you need to do, just get him out of our life. At that point, I'd also become a wife beater. I'd give her the old Chris Brown special. I'm a woman! How dare you speak this nonsense in Fido's presence? He has feelings. He knows what you're talking about. but That's really dark territory, even for me. So I would just walk out on the wife and kid and leave them to fend for themselves. Come on, it's not that much of a stretch. You gotta think about it. You gotta understand where I'm coming from. Wife and kid or man's best friend. Come on. That dog's gonna love me unconditionally. You know, he's always gonna be there for me to hold when I'm sad. You know, he's he's always down to play. And he's never gonna ask for anything from me other than a couple meals a day. Yeah, hey, Kenny, you got to take him for a walk. Yeah, well, you know, to be fair, that walk is actually for my benefit. Because the dog's being considerate of what I need. Because guess what? He could use my carpet as a bathroom. And he's like, old Kenny, if you don't want to go outside for a walk, you want me to use this carpet for a bathroom, you know, I'll do it, bro. It's a little weird. I prefer not to. But for you, my best friend, I'll do it. And you know, if I took him for a walk, you know, dogs are chick magnets. So maybe I'll pick up a chick along the way. You know, and knock her up as well. Have another kid and then run out on them too. It's a vicious cycle. But every time I'm choosing a dog, because that dog I can trust. A woman, you can't trust her. It's me after all. If she got married to me, there's a good chance that she only did so because she got the old classic Southern special accidentally knocked up. And if I know anything about women, she's also with me because I can afford Amazon Prime same-day delivery. Like, have you tried it? It's so expensive. It's like... If you don't do Amazon Prime, if you're not part of Prime and you just do same day delivery, it's like 30 bucks, at least for what I was asking for. Maybe it's different with different items and stuff, but like 30 bucks, 30 bucks is how much the item costs. You're going to charge me the same thing for shipping. What are you talking about here? That's like buying dinner and having to pay 100% gratuity. There's no way I'm doing that. Like unless the waitress were super cute, brought me my food and then like went out on a date with me at that point. Okay. 100% gratuity. But shy of that, no matter how good your service is, tops I'm giving you is like 30%. So unless Amazon is doing something real cool, like, I don't know, training horses, and you get a video where there's like a drone following them, so they're taping uh, the, their trip, and you see this horse like making equestrian jumps through Toronto traffic, and then doing some parlor tricks as he's at my door before he uses his mouth to hand me my package. I'm not paying 100% delivery fees. All right, let's leave it at that. As I said, I got up early this morning to do this. I don't have a lot of time. I did have something else I want to talk about, but maybe I'll save it for next week. Um, yeah, it's a lot and I got to go to work right now. So I'm assuming this will go up tonight, but I also assumed that I was going to be a superstar at one point in my life. So things go sideways is what I'm trying to get at. Maybe you'll hear this tomorrow instead. Who knows? I'll make the effort. Have yourself a great day. Have yourself a great weekend. Until next time, Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles!